This is the Rich Eisen Show. Let's go! Loyal, how did you do that? Swinging. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. What did we tell you about this kid, Ellie Dela Cruz? It looks like he was created by artificial intelligence. Yes. 99 speed, 99 power, 6 foot 5. All of it. Earlier on the show, Yahoo Sports columnist Dan Wetzel. Coming up, Reds play-by-play announcer John Sadak. Baseball Hall of Famer Pedro Martinez. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Can't confirm it's me. <laughs> it's hour number two of the Rich Eisen hey. Show, live on the air here on the Roku channel, which is free on all Roku devices. Select Samsung Smart TV. We are free on Amazon Fire TV. We're also free on the Roku app because the Roku channel is on that. And then you got the Roku channel.com. It's free on the old internet tubes. We are uh, thrilled to be on this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate that is uh, smart enough to have us. And then um, we're on Sirius XM Odyssey and more. We say hello to our podcast listening audience listening to us whenever they darn well please maybe just before the first pitch of tonight's all-star game um in uh, seattle washington uh fun home run derby last night um and um it, it was just great to see a, a lot of baseballs leave the yards I, I did love the the touch of pete alonzo autographing the baseballs that he was sending into left center and right fields that's my guy Very I, cool. did, I thought that was really neat um, we'll talk a little bit more about that later on. Pedro Martinez is on in hour number three. Um, we'll talk about what he thinks Shohei, o- Shohei Otani should be doing. Um, Thursday is the 34-year anniversary of him delighting the uh, Fenway faithful and uh, starting the uh, 1999 All-Star Game with uh, four strikeouts of the six batters he faced on that night and the win that he amassed in that All-Star Game. Uh, he's in hour number three. We've been talking a lot about Ellie Dela Cruz here, um, pretty much since uh, since he started uh, hitting baseballs for the Cincinnati Reds this year. You were on him in your fantasy coming up, right? Oh yeah, I stashed him a month out, and uh, so you were on it. Yep. Um, I uh, knew about him uh, in many ways, the way I know about a lot of things in sports. My uh, my twelve uh, uh, year old Cooper was on all over him, <laughs> and I'm like, let me see what this kid's all about. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then um, the home run call, uh, the home run that he hit uh, that on June 7th, uh, my anniversary. Second game. With Suze, uh, his second game. Um, uh, also put the man who's been uh, meeting every moment that Ellie Dela Cruz has given us uh, with perfection, uh, John Sadak of the Cincinnati Reds with this call. Anticipation to see what... Oh, goodness! <laughs> Just so much fun stuff from Ellie Dela Cruz and the man who's been describing it. So we're we're thrilled to have here on the Rich Eisen Show, uh, after playing all of his greatest hits uh, over the last month, uh, John Sadak, the uh, announcer of the Cincinnati Reds for a third year running. Good to speak with you, John. Great to be with you, Rich. Thanks you. Thank you for having me. You bet. Uh, I, I I told this story on the air, John. Again, my twelve-year-old uh, son. Um, he's been playing me all these highlights for, you know, nonstop. He's on the MLB app and he played that one for me. And he asked me, uh, dad, what does he mean by that ball had a family? So, um, (laughs) you, you, you forced me to have a conversation about humor and mortality with my 12 year old, uh, John. So thank you for that. (laughs) 
That's what we're looking for, the, uh, the greatest depths uh, as possible as the celebratory antics of the, the red baseball season goes on. So what, what has this been like uh, for you? Because obviously this isn't, uh, you know, um, new with Cincinnati having young players be uh, fascinating and fun to watch, but he just stands out. Uh, I'm wondering what this has been like from your perspective behind the microphone, John. Uh, it's been incredibly engaging and thrilling. This is my favorite year in baseball by far. Uh, but, you know, Rich, I, I've been personally very fortunate to be right place, right time at a lot of places over the years. Uh, I did uh, women's basketball at the University of Delaware when Elena, uh, Elena Deladon played there. and She dropped 54 in a game against James Madison, went on to become a gold medal winner in the WNBA MVP. Uh, my Division Three alma mater snapped the longest win streak in college football history, beating their nemesis to go to a championship. Uh, yeah, UConn's run that came to a close in the Final Four. I covered Aaron Judge during his rise with the Yankees at AAA. Um, I've been really, really fortunate to be around greatness and to be able to watch it and describe it. Mm-hmm. And Ellie is such a unique talent because he does everything. He has not just the physical tools but the awareness of how to best utilize those tools and that dramatic flair of showmanship that just makes him so engaging. And uh, I just, you know, your your calls have just been so filled with excitement and joy of you meeting the moment. And, you know, the moment that he got that cycle, uh, John, and then the pictures of, your, of the broadcast, um, you know, the broadcast team that you work with showing this like little girl, she must have been like 14 or 13 or 15, who knows, 12, just jumping up and down with excitement, just seeing the folks in the stands respond to his um, his achievements so quickly and the joy that it has brought is I love seeing it, man. I just I just love watching it. It's just been so much fun. Yeah, it's it's contagious. You know, I've described it on the air like this a few times and I sincerely mean it. Reds baseball has become like a rock concert. It has become like the NCAA tournament. The the hair stands up on your arms. You get goosebumps. There's a contagious energy that is indescribable. And his single effect, now this is a deep team with a lot of good young talent, but his single effect is so significant in how it's moved the needle among the fan base. They went from 19,000 fans a game pre Ellie and the worst single-game attendance in the 20-year history of the ballpark, Mm. coming off a 100-loss season, Mm. to over 30,000 fans a game, and the best three-game draw in the 20-year history of the stadium, almost overnight. Was that the Braves series, John, that you're referring to? It was. Uh Yeah, and, and that was the zenith moment was, you know, that was their lone win. They lost the other two games. They were one run games. They were thrilling. But that was the win, and that was kind of the the formal they had arrived moment. That was their 12th straight win. It was a top five win streak in team history. You have to go back to the, the 50s, the last time they had had a surge like that. And they had the longest drought of a cycle in baseball. And the last man to achieve it was Eric Davis, who is a longtime mentor and inspiration to Ellie. He's the reason why he wears 44 for the Reds. I did not know that. John Sadak here on the Rich Eisen Show. So walk me through uh, who Ellie is and walk people through what you've learned about this young man so far, John. Uh, The youngest of nine kids uh, taken away from his family by family choice at age six 
to focus on baseball. His mm-hmm. hometown in the Dominican just did not have facilities or coaching uh, to be able to actualize his talent. Uh, by later in his childhood, he moved an hour away from his family to be in the capital. Uh, and all along the way was often overlooked, was an also-ran. Uh, the fulcrum moment for him came when there was another shortstop that was nicknamed Lindor uh, because he was viewed as so skilled and so <laughs> beloved. And he was asked to try out along with this other young man, essentially to make the other kid look good. He was supposed to be you know, the, the sparring partner for this workout. And he instead caught the eye of the Reds, who inked him for $65,000. He is a very soft-spoken, blue-collar young man. You know, he he wears the chains. He has the dread extensions. He he does play with a lot of flair. But that's just him having fun. Uh, There's no showing up of anybody. He is a super hard worker. He looks at the game in a very intelligent way. Uh, Some of my favorite moments, Rich, have come when our cameras are able to spy him alongside Joey Votto and that generational conjoining as they're looking at an iPad of each man's respective at bat and talking through what happened. So uh, basically you're saying when he was trying out, he was supposed to be the Washington Generals for this shortstop nickname Lindor, and he turns out to be the Harlem Globetrotters for the Cincinnati Reds pretty much in that That's moment. Exactly it. And he's got the, the uh, emotional intelligence to seek out people like Votto and Eric Davis? that That's what's happening? That's how he's being formed as a professional right now, John? Yeah, and, he, and, and make no mistake, he knows he's good, uh, and <laughs> yeah. he wants to maximize his ability. You yeah, know, yeah. He, he's had quotes along his rise saying that you know he wants to be the best player at each level. And the crazy thing is, look at his stats. Like, he was in the complex league, the lowest level of stateside baseball, Two years ago, mm. in 2021, he wasn't there long, but he was to go two years from that to what he's achieved, and I can argue, you look at his numbers, he's gotten better at each level he's moved up. I, I just love the way he plays the game, too, uh, John Sadak, the voice of the Cincinnati Reds here on the Rich Eisen Show. And, and you know, how, how he stole for the cycle uh, in two pitches um, the other day uh, against Milwaukee, and how he reached third. And, you know, he he had the gumption to obviously steal second and third with two outs after, by the way, providing the lead with a two-out base hit to get on. And then uh, has the, the temerity to steal home, but also the, 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 the smartness to realize what's going on, but to also have that sort of kid mentality to go, damn right, I'm stealing home. I'm taking it. I'm going. And I loved it. I loved the reaction in the dugout. I loved all of it. It's awesome, man. It's so infectious to watch. It's great. The, the really cool layering to that, Rich, is that uh, third base coach, J.R. House, who does an excellent job, but he's been uh, one of the strong advocates for the entire team approach of being far more aggressive on the bases. Big reason why the Reds have achieved what they have to this point. He uh, kind of pulled the curtain back after the game and said he went to go high-five Ellie after he stole third, and Ellie wanted no part of it. He looked away from him, and he thought, well, that's kind of weird. What's going on? And he also confessed that over the course of the year, he would notice every time Ellie went to third base, he would change that oven mitt that says absolutely ridiculous and an ice cream font on it (laughs) to his other hand. And he asked him, why do you do that? He's like, well, so when I steal home, I want to use my other hand to go into the foul side of the plate. Like, he's been thinking that all year. He's always thinking steal home. We're showing that photograph right now of him taking it, too. 
Uh, I know where he's. It looks like he's flying. It looks like he's Superman. It's so incredible. And obviously, he's young and he's taking things by storm right now. What, dare we ask, can he improve? Where, what are his areas of improvement, John? You know, the, the ludicrous element to all of this, and I, I've said this on and off air to my partners, to mm-hmm. our production crew, to coaches. Yeah. We haven't seen him get hot yet. Like, <laughs> he hasn't gotten hot. He, he's had great games. He's had great series. I mean, he was hitting 500 on the road trip going into that finale. Right. I don't think we've seen him hot. Like, I, 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 I think he could have, like, two inside-the-park homers in a game. Uh, yeah, he, he still gets pitched backwards a lot. Uh, he sees the highest rate of breaking balls in all of baseball of men who have as many at-bats as he does. He sees the lowest rate of fastballs of anyone in baseball. Um I think we'll see him – he's already made adjustments. I, I think we'll see him adjust to the quality delivered for strike off speed that is not as present in the minor leagues. That's that's part of the learning curve. And, and Rich, he's learning, and he's hitting 325. Mm. He's learning, and he's, like, winning games single-handedly at times. Well, I'm looking here. Um, I'm seeing when, the, when you go to Atlanta in the second half. Um, I don't know if you do. I'm looking right now, which is too bad. Because I would love to see him run against the freeze, you know. Like that's the last thing I want to see him do. You know, I want him. I want him to basically during uh, during mid mid inning uh, run out to a left field pole and beat the freeze. I think he could. Right? I think he could. I, I think he, I think he could too. And unfortunately, we were there in the infancy of the season. That was the uh, the opening road trip, and he was still in AAA at that point. And. And the, the other crazy element to this, Rich, is you, you talk to his teammates because they, there are a lot of rookies on this team and young players mm-hmm. that were teammates with him for long stretches in the minors. And uh, Andrew Abbott has said this several times, who's having a phenomenal rookie year, the lefty from Virginia, who's kind of become the de facto ace when the wake of some injuries. He said the, the, home, the, the ball had a family home run that yeah. nearly left the stadium. Yes. He said that's not a top five homer he's hit this year i mean you can find a lot of these highlights on on twitter and on youtube of what he achieved at triple a he said that uh, of all the moments that have occurred we're still seeing the scratching of the surface of the truly otherworldly amazing play and i i can't wait to watch this young man's career unfold and then all but the second half of the season though john i mean this this is this team's got uh playoff potential written all over it and a run too right i mean like I imagine that is being discussed in that clubhouse right now, correct? They're they're running a turn of phrases. Why not us? Uh, it's something they have said from the beginning, right. and you know there have been a, a ton of doubters, and and fairly so. They lost a hundred games last year. You know, the a lot of the needle moving players were in the minors. You know, we we did a full page graphic the other day about where the Reds in the lineup this last series in Milwaukee were a calendar year earlier. And you know, many of them are either in the minors, mm. injured, uh, some of them at, the, at very low levels in the minor leagues or in other organizations. And what this team has done in a compressed span of time is just, it, 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 it's fantastical. It's, it's the ultimate American kind of story to go from underdog to top dog in what's emerged essentially as a two-team race. And they're going to get the Brewers again out of the break, and then they'll see them again in Milwaukee just a week and a half later. And you know, those head-to-head games will have major say along with you know, the rest of this long homestand out of the break. They get the Giants, a good team. They get the Diamondbacks, another great young team that plays like Cincinnati. Uh, 
But yes, they're very much in the playoff chase, and, and most are curious how or if they're going to add particularly to pitching as the trade deadline approaches. So rank it for me right now, John Sadak. It's Borough 1. What is it still Votto 2 in that town right now? Or Ellie De La Cruz? Or what do we got? Or Borough's not number 1. Uh, what do you got for me right now in Cincinnati, Ohio? I, I, I think it's you know, the success of Cincinnati, um, uh, of the Bengals, I should say. Yes. Uh, Joe Burrow has definitely grabbed the hearts of the city <laughs> in, in a convincing <laughs> so. way. And yes. as he should, I mean, it's he is he is Joe Cool, and uh, and they have become a, a premier destination for people in the greater Cincinnati area. Yes, um, but I, I think Joey Votto has a, a loyalty from a, a, a large majority of the fan base. He is so beloved because he spent his whole career there, and yep. and part of it is because the team was so bad during a chunk of that time, right? And he still performed at a very high level, and now. He, he leads the team in OPS and slugging. He's 39. <laughs> He's awesome. killing it. Uh, so a, I, I think the city loves this story and loves it. Well, and again, you are meeting the moment, John. I'm enjoying your calls immensely. So keep on having a blast, really. You're, you're making it fun for, for me and everybody who's watching the fun unfold in Cincinnati. Well, thank you kindly. And if I may share with you, I want to say thank you to you. Okay. Uh, when I wanted to do this, when I wanted to work in this industry, my original aspiration was inspired by you and your peers to be a sports center anchor. Huh. And it was, uh, I was a senior in the class of 96 growing up in, in New Jersey from greater New York. Huh. Uh, and all of your email addresses at the time were public on my dial-up AOL connection. <laughs> and I wrote you and a number of the other anchors. And almost all of you, including you, wrote back. Is that and right? you shared your story. Yes. Really? Okay. And, uh, and that was a, a huge help to me to kind of get a, a picture of the diversity of the paths. And I love sports. I love sports. I may love sports media even more. And mm. getting to talk to people like you is uh, even more of a pinch me moment. Um, and I'll never forget that. And I'm deeply appreciative. Of that. Wow, John, that's, uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate you sharing um, that as well. Um, and it's kind of a, an honor for me to uh receive an email from you back in that day and not even know um uh what it might have impacted or that you even received it and now here we are all this time later chit-chatting about a major sports baseball story going on and and you crushing it um i'm thrilled i couldn't be happier for you and i appreciate you sharing that's pretty cool thanks you got it life is great Keep yes. kicking butt, man. All right, we'll see you here in Los Angeles. I, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely, I definitely want to go to I those mean, I'm games. Go, I'm you know, going. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, thank you for the call, uh, John. Appreciate it. You got it. That's John Sadak. We'd love to have you. Okay, sounds good. Hey. Okay, very good, John Sadak, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Yeah, end of July, Reds at Dodgers. Friday night, Saturday night, and a Sunday, Sunday. day game. One ten. Let's go. Why wouldn't? Why wouldn't they flex that flex. To, I don't know. to ESPN Can, can ESPN Sunday night? Yeah, flex Sunday night games? I mean, I know you don't talk about it, I but know, that's what we should do. They should. Reds-Dodgers, because it put, put up the standings again one more time. They and this, way, this is why how in, remarkable what Ellie Dela Cruz did the other day, because he stole second, third, and he gets on first with a two-out base hit to knock in the go-ahead go ahead run, run yeah. in the eighth inning, okay, and then steals second, third, and home to provide the insurance run on just two pitches against the team that's chasing them, just a half game behind them. And if you're not in first in the Central, you're not in the wild card at present. Oh, yeah. Right. So 
that's the difference between playoff positioning where you're in and when you're chasing. And so he did it against the team that they're battling mm-hmm. in that division. Yeah, on the road at Milwaukee. Dude. Tough. Yeah, absolutely. So that's these are crucial um, sequences. And also what John said, that wasn't just like a random thing. He is looking to take home. I love that. Yeah. That he wore the mitt on his left hand because if I'm stealing home, I want to slide in on the first base side. I want to to slide in with my left hand. I don't want to reach from foul territory in. I want to slide in. That's insanely like observational from a guy so young. He's 21. 21. He's born at 2002. And I love that photograph. <laughs> Baseball put it up um, on um, on their on their Twitter account. Yeah, photograph of the year. It MLB. is from from uh, all the way up top, Scott, from down. Oh, it's incredible. That was like he's still you, home. Did you see the Russell Westbrook post? And you can see the Chris? ball in the in the picture too, next to the umpire. Yeah, this looks like something for like if it was in black and white, something mm-hmm. from like the 1950s. Except nobody looked like Ellie Dela Cruz in the 1950s. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Chris, did you see that Westbrook picture where he took a charge and the camera was above? Yeah, and he was yeah, like, yeah. Like those types of Well, the of NBA does a great job with those types of shots. They have the camera, you know, Correct. above the rim. Right. And now seeing Major League Baseball well do it, this it. is the moment why you do it. Yeah, that's How a about us pitch. having a whole conversation about one team and, and, and one player in Major League Baseball? It's not about the rules, not about this, yep. not about that. Well, it's fun. It's just the emotion that he plays with. It's fun. That's why. It's infectious. why you play the game. And John Sadak. How about that? Glad it didn't you? blow off his email years ago. <laughs> you imagine? And John said Ellie had dread extensions. Like, so is he saying his locks aren't real? Like, I'm concerned about that. Or yeah, they, I mean, oh. TJ, as, an, as, a, as a dreads guy. A, a dre, a, a, a lock, well, a, you're a the college. only one on this show that can talk about hair pretty yeah. much. Because you got two guys who don't and one guy who's dying is. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> but it's still all his, though. Still That's my true. hair. Uh, it's, it's just it's not the hair color. Yeah, you're one step away from uh, because okay. right? <laughs> the bottom line is if you if because that's the thing also Dice. that that whole that's the Seinfeld line, you know. You're bald. No, I was bald. <laughs> I was gray. <laughs> yeah, I it's like, was bald. It's like no, kill, it's like Kill Bill Two, no. where no, the one guy was like, "By the way, I'm not bald." That's I the whole thing. Like any politician, <laughs> that any politician that wears a toupee or has a fake hair, how can I trust you as a politician? <laughs> Maybe their head gets cold. How can I trust you as a politician? <laughs> you can't even be straight up about your hairline. That's a bald brotherhood <laughs> way of talking politics. <laughs> right. You understand? I like where you're going with that. You're going to go through That's with the Dion. That's what I told Dion. I know. Dion's like, you know. You're going to go through with that the, one day and now you're going to feel bad. He's the comeback player of the year. Yeah. That's what he calls himself with his new hair. It's gonna. Ha- I told you one day I had a dream you did that, right? I, no, I told him and Erlocker you left us on the battlefield. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Was that instinct? Like, what? You were just like, was that? That goes, that's in the Oh, you top mentioned five. WhatsApp. Yeah, you WhatsApp. said WhatsApp. Right. And, then and I he just goes, said WhatsApp. WhatsApp. That's easily in the top uh, five. We'll take, right instinct. We'll take a break. It's the top five. 844 204 Rich. Number to Pedro is going to be joining us. <laughs> 
Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit gametime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. You know, just uh, watching the old century team, to me, was great. It was unbelievable. I remember Hank Karen coming over and wanting to shake my hand. And uh, to me, that was like, oh, my God, this is it. But it got even better uh, because after the game, the game, I knew what I could do. I, I was facing those guys during that era. Mm-hmm. What I was able to do and have Ted Williams come, bring me over to his suite where he was, uh, actually... There's a little video, I don't know where it is, the Red Sox have it, Mm -hmm. where he says, you one hell of a pitcher. And he shook my hand and he signed the program. And that was pretty much my trophy. That that capped it up. Just being part of the most unique All-Star game that I I can think of, have the All-Century players, something we might not see in this lifetime, is probably the most amazing gift I could ever get in an All-Star game. Forget about the strikeouts. Forget about the performance. An All-Star game like that deserves that and and probably even better. Because I I just remember that after the All-Century team had been announced and then the the players had been announced, I'm assuming you're warming up in the bullpen. Is that where you were? It was just about. It was always delayed. Remember how everybody mopped over? Well, that was it. I was already... And, and, you know, walk into the bullpen, but okay. it was so delayed because everybody wanted to hug Ted Williams uh, <laughs> that I had to actually hold myself from pitching, something I did not like. And if it was in a regular game, I'd be pissed. <laughs> I'd be really angry at everybody, TV and everybody. But right. it was the old century team. It was dedicated to Ted Williams. 
to me, it was an honor to just be part of anything that, that, that happened that day. That was an incredible night. And the 34th anniversary of that night is coming up on Thursday. Pedro's coming up in about a half an hour right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Pedro Martinez in about a half an hour. Uh, the 34-year anniversary of one of the greatest moments in the history of the All-Star Game is today. It was 34 years ago, number 34 of Auburn University football and number 34 of Oakland Raiders football, mm. or Los Angeles Raiders football, actually. LA Raiders yeah, yeah. at that point, yeah. Uh, appeared in a Major League Baseball All-Star game. It was the night Bo Jackson stepped in the batter's box of an All-Star game in his, his first at-bat only all-star game appearance of Bo Jackson's career. Was by it the way. Ronald Reagan in the booth? Yep, with wow. Vince Cully. And we have the call oh, on amazing. the 34-year anniversary of this moment. But uh, that Bo down there, that's a pretty interesting hobby he has for his vacation. When baseball ends, he winds up uh, playing, uh, playing football. I, I just, I don't know if there's ever been anyone doing it. Hey. He's remarkable, and look at that one, Bo Jackson. Says hello. Just the sound of the. And then that photograph of him uh, off the bat greeting Wade Boggs, Benito Santiago behind Benito. home plate. <laughs> wow. Nothing in the you know we just talked to John Sadak about um, Ellie Dela Cruz, currently at the Reds, and. Nothing quite is great in sports than meeting the moment when you're expecting it. Just a few times just off the top of my head, right? Um, the kickoff of the Super Bowl between the Bears and the Colts and Devin Hester receiving it, and you're like, okay, they're not going to kick to him. And if they do, he's not returning it for a touchdown. And he does. I'm like, well, what? Oh, gosh. Meeting the moment. Bo Jackson steps to the plate. He's not going to homer, right? Okay. Ronald Reagan's in the booth with Vince Scully. Just <laughs> chit-chatting about, you know, it's a heck of a career he's having. I don't think we've ever seen somebody play football as well. See you. Out the door. Out the gate. Yeah. See you later. Homers. I get goosebumps talking about him. And another moment... Like we're talking, again, where you're meeting the moment. And it's so tough to do. Honestly, because we're expecting it. We want it as fans. So badly. And so the, the athlete must know it, too. Right? Must want it as well. I, 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 you know, Jimmy Connors, Serena, keep naming people who have had big moments and Tennis tournaments, majors, golf, right? Tiger. Every Tiger. We're one. Yeah, yeah, Tiger. Yeah. We need that comeback. We need you to win that jacket. And he does. I mean, goats who do this and Hall of Famers who do it or people make the Hall of Fame because they do it. They can do it. Reggie hitting that third home run. He talked about that the other day when he was here on this program. 
He's like, yeah, I wanted yeah, I to hit it. I was trying to hit a homer. I was trying to hit a homer. And he does it. My God, he does it. First guy since Babe Ruth to homer three times in a World Series game. And he does it in a Yankee uniform to wrap up the World Series. That's what I wanted when I was watching it as an eight-year-old kid. It's so tough to do. Kobe in his final game. Come on. Right? Yeah. His final game. Home game. Everyone knows. Hey, is he going to? Is he going to try to score a lot? Yeah, he's going to try to score. He gets 60. 60! <laughs> it's awesome. We want to see it. We get it. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, they stand out. And, uh, you know, Pedro coming on. The 1999 All-Star Game in Fenway Park. I, I talk about this with him all the time. It, we, we just showed on our Roku-only segment for our radio audience um, an appearance he made when we were in D.C. for the All-Star Game in 2018. Um, and so he knows what's coming when, when he comes on the show, certainly on an All-Star Game day, is we're going to talk about this again. Because in Fenway Park in 1999, 34 years ago Thursday, he is the starting pitcher of the All-Star Game, the last one of the 20th century and baseball has Kevin Costner MC a moment before the game the all century team is announced and they come strolling out of the garage in center field like it's the corn (laughs) in Iowa I'm serious and Costner standing on the mound and he is emceeing the announcement of these players standing from first to second and second to third, and then the Major League Baseball All-Stars playing in that game lined up from home plate to the corner bases. And it's a true constellation of current greats and all-time greats. And some of the current greats are all-time greats. Ripken, Gwynn, Griffey, just to name three off the top of my head. Okay? And, and... It's unbelievable. The energy in the building is through the roof when Ted Williams throws out the first pitch. Tony Gwynn helping him steady himself. I believe Griffey was the other one. Stan Musial's out there. I mean, get the hell out of here of what we saw that night. Yeah. Okay? And the place is electric because I believe Williams threw the first pitch to Carlton Fisk. I was standing behind home plate as the announcer of the coverage on ESPN Radio. I mean, talk about a front row seat. Insane. And Ted Williams wearing a hitter.net hat, by the way. You thank his son for that, I believe. And so, place is insane. It's going nuts. And Pedro takes the mound. And he strikes out the first three batters. Named Barry Larkin, Larry Walker, and Sammy Sosa. They were all pretty good. Okay. Two of them make the Hall of Fame. Sosa, as we all know, the reason why he's not in. And then the Red Sox fans watch the American League take the lead in the first inning. So that's what happens. Pedro delivers what everybody was hoping to see. Three strikeouts. Strikes out the side. 
And then they score two in the bottom of the first. Interestingly enough, if I may just inject uh, off of Kurt Schilling, a Philadelphia Philly starter for the National League that night. And one of the runs that got knocked in was uh, Manny Ramirez as an Indian at the time. It was Lofton and Ramirez and Jim Tomey knocked in Lofton. It was like a Cleveland Indians moment. Ripken knocked in Ramirez to give a two-run lead to Pedro, who steps out on the mound for the second inning, strikes out McGuire. Matt Williams... Reaches on an error. On an error. And then Jeff Bagwell, future Hall of Famer, strikes out Williams... Tries to take second, and future <laughs> Hall of Famer Pudge Rodriguez throws him out, strike him out, throw him out. Unreal. Place goes nuts. Honestly, could have ended the game there. Game was yeah. over because uh, Pedro didn't come. Like, will he come out for a third inning? Like, can we see him strike out three more? I was sitting there saying, no. can we please see him just retire the the entire National League batting order? <laughs> he would have done it in too, one probably. one one. Three inning stint, nine up, nine down, and you know. I mean, I'm watching it right they now. They took him out. What's so, wild is is Pedro is throwing. Tory took him out. Absolute by the way. gas, unbelievable. And it's only 97. You think about you know guys throwing gas right. today. It's 101, 102. Right. right. Uh, nothing in sports is it's awesome. The meeting, the moment, obviously. Uh, the only thing that surpasses Hall of Famers like this meeting the moment is um, individuals who are in making their first opportunity, getting their first opportunity, going from nobody knowing, like the Rocky story, Buster Douglas type stuff. You know what I mean? That's maybe the only thing that surpasses this is just like we don't expect it. And then somebody turns their life around with one performance, which is what sports can do. I just wanted to mention that in advance of Pedro joining. I'll never forget it that night, ever. And, you know, you take a look at the lineups of those 99 All-Stars. Cool. Got them right here. I mean, Larkin, Walker, Sosa, McGuire, Williams, Bagwell. Had um, Pedro come out, the next guy faced was Piazza from the Mets. Uh, Jeremy Burnitz was in the All-Star game. As a starter. Jay Bell was the second baseman. Uh, the um, American League All-Stars. Lofton Nomar got the start over Jeter. Don't get me started. It's Boston. I get it. Nomar. Everybody was punching the, the hanging chads. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. I know Nomar was good when he, in his day, but... Really? Okay. He hit yeah. 370, bro. Ken Griffey Jr., Manny Ramirez, Jim Tomey, Cal Ripken Jr., Rafael Palmero, Pudge Rodriguez, Roberto Alomar hit ninth that night. On the bench, Tony Fernandez, Jeter, Omar Vizquel. How about Jose Canseco was on the bench? Bernie Williams, Harold Baines. I mean, Hall of Famers. Wow. Mike Messina, Rivera. In the pen. Troy Percival. In the pen. Canseco on Tampa that year. And the all-star on the bench for the National League, uh, Jeff Kent. Tony Gwynn, Vladdy, Sheffield. Come on. Uh, You know, Vladdy, right. How about this? Um, Sean Casey 
Your current Yankee hey. hitting coach was on uh, was on the was on the bench there. The um, Bruce Bochy's the manager. Tory's the manager. And again, so tonight, you know, awesome. the, these all stars, you've got uh, you got you got some heavy lifting to do here. I mean, how many Hall of Famers do you think are in the uh, uh, in the lineup tonight? You know, Rich, that's a great question. We you were know, talking about that. I mean, because and 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 again, I know when I mention names like Palmero. You know, I mean, he's got the five hundred and three thousand. Yeah, I, I get it. You, you know? know, and I mentioned other people who have been suspected. It's a different time, different era. Yeah, and I know that there's a lot of asterisks for a lot of people here. But by the way, Randy Johnson was in the bullpen. Lima time, I loved him. Lima time, <laughs> believe it. I loved Jose Lima. God, did I love him? I mean, if you're looking at the, the Brian Jordan tonight, speaking of a two-way uh, player. You know, projecting if guys could be Hall of Famers. I I mean, I think Mike Trout and Otani will probably make it. Eric Judge is on a nice uh, trajectory. Uh, Randy Rosarena, if he stays on. Really? You're going to mention him as as a Hall of Famer? It's on a pretty good pace so far. I mean, I know he's like three years into his career, but he's got a rookie of the year. Corey Seager. Keep going. uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Jose Ramirez. Luis Robert. Lou Bob. Julio Rodriguez. Jordan. You think these are Hall of Fame potential I'm, I'm talking players. about guys like maybe in a decade we're thinking about, okay, okay, they're These they're guys approaching. were established, though, when they were playing. These guys were just, you knew it when they're in the game. You're like, okay. Well, this is also a new Rick era of Major League Baseball Junior. where we have a lot of young, Ken Griffey Jr., dynamic man. talent in Major League Baseball right now. It's a really young game at the moment. Right. Aside from a handful of, you know, kind of aging pitchers. Uh, I don't know, man. Garrett Cole's on his way. Shane McClanahan, if he stays, you know, you, you, we're obviously three, four years, five years in for uh-huh. a lot of these guys. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, Mike Trout's probably the only guy you can say with Acuna? 100% certainty. You didn't mention Ronald Acuna. Acuna, absolutely. Ozzie Albies. I think right now, if you're talking about one guy who's in, it's Mike Trout, and then everyone else is just kind of, you're on your way. By the way, Pedro, when he took the mound that night on the All-Star game, he had 182 strikeouts on the season already. I looked it up. He had 15 wins. A current current strikeout leader in a sport where people just, they don't care. It's, it's Strider. Care. It's Strider, Strider with 166. Okay. So he's not, I mean. But nobody's close Pedro. to 15 wins. Pedro was 15 and three at the break that year. He was insane. And just a little bit of a guy. Honestly, you look at him, you're like, okay, Really? Yeah, 5'10", 5'11", buck 60. Oh, my yeah. God. That know, Allen, Allen Iverson type body. Unbelievable. That place, honestly, when he came out of the game, they could have stopped it. It was over. That, that game was over. It was over. Let me see. Who even came in? I think who's, I think Mookie, and, the guy after Mookie the guy? and Freddie Freeman will be Hall of Famers, probably. Hold on. Who, here we go. Who, who, let me get the box score here. Who, who, who did Tory put in after? Oh, I got it. David Cohn. Damn, we got to speak to Cone. And he gave up four hits and a run immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he put in Cone. I got to talk to Cone. Hey, we John, we- John Wetland got the save. It was tight. But isn't that great? Like, how you take the mound. You're a Yankee taking the mound in Fenway Park after Pedro did that. Boo. Get out of the game. And he gives up. He gives up a run. I forgot about that. Was it the, when, oh, did, when was Cone's perfect game? Was it 98 or 99? Um, I don't know. Because it would have been either, you know, shortly thereafter. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. 
Pretty good. Hey, David, what was it like when you took the mound after Pedro did what he did in Fenway Park? Way <laughs> 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 to take the air out of the stadium, David. Uh, <laughs> By the way, July of 99, which date in July? Was it before 18th, just after, like a couple days later? His probably next appearance was his all was his, was his perfect game. That's Cone. A, that's unreal. You know, he got out of his system. That's unreal. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, fun stuff. We'll take a break. Pedro, top of the hour, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. This is fun time. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Back here on the program, everybody. Fun little memory lane stuff. I love it. Right here. Obviously, Mookie and Freddie Freeman are Hall of Famers, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. They are. That's about it, right? That's about it. That you can say for sure. Who are the Red Sox playing tonight? Uh, it- Kenley Jansen made it. Oh, uh, he did? Okay. Yeah, he was our only rep, which is kind of BS. Like Yoshida and Verdugo, well, Verdugo kind of Verdugo, got Verdugo's screwed. had a really yeah. good year. Those guys kind of got hosed. Would have been nice to see both those guys. Get He's had a good year. We're, I honestly have not paid as strict enough. To, is Devers not raking or what? He's uh, He is. He's his batting average is about 240. He's not really hitting that. Oh, well. it's because he's only played the Yankees six times. Right. At this point in time, he'd probably be playing about nine. His batting average would be up around be 400 little, if he played. Lot, them. How do Yankees not know how to pitch this guy? Ever since he like, was 18. Him. They don't know how to pitch him. <laughs> they don't know how to pitch Bregman. They don't know how to pitch Altuve. Like it is as the day starts in the morning and ends at night, it is as as death and taxes as anything else that the Yankees do not know how to pitch these guys yeah. consistently. You know, what the hell? I, I just got to say this. I find this interesting. And Mookie bets too. When the Yankees played him against hey. the, the Dodgers, it was like the, the, time, the good times rolled again. Chris, you, you're very hard on like NFL's players making the Hall of Fame, and it just seemed like everyone you listed, you're, uh, you're throwing a lot of guys yeah. in the Baseball Hall of because Fame. Because the Baseball man. Hall of Fame's tougher to get into. Well, yeah, said, it's I much tougher. trajectory. We're talking, about, we're talking about a lot of guys who are only five years into their career. I'm just saying, though. Man. But you, you would don't agree think, that you don't think Mike Trout? All, you would well, agree that Trout, Trout's Betts, obvious. I don't Freddie know. Freeman. Is Freddie Freeman a guaranteed uh, Hall of Famer? Oh, he's going to finish with almost 3,000 so. hits. Yeah. 
I think you could sit here and say one day. Yeah, I think you could. Also, Devers got screwed. He has twenty Almost bombs. Almost Freddie Freeman has two thousand hits, and he's in his thirteenth season. I mean, plays five more years. He'll be at twenty eight hundred. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial. So you know what? Uh, can 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 somebody make a uh, a video of Victor Wembanyama's twenty twenty three summer league? <laughs> two games and done. Huh? Well, it's more than two games, Chris. Sorry. I forget about the first moment of his NBA career. Do we have to pay TMZ for the video rights? <laughs> How's that work? Strolling into catch. <laughs> he caught something, all right. <laughs> caught some Britney streaks. Guy's just looking for a piece of fish. <laughs> That's it. I've never been there. What is it for a catch? Is it, is it all yeah, yeah. seafood? Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Have you never been to catch here in Los Angeles? I have not. Neither have I. It's, Let me just tell you something. It's seafood, yeah? No. You're, no. you're seeing a lot at catch. Oh, I, I understand. Dude. Joe Rogan, I understand. If you go to if you if you go to catch in Los Angeles. You're going to see a bunch of things. There's, 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 there's a head and it's on a swivel. I understand. And you got to be careful. Right. It's like so, Seinfeld. You got you to gotta glance yeah, right, right. and look away. Right, right. I don't know, like Rich, because glance and look away. The person you're with, there's probably things there that might make them want to like put their head on the swivel, I mean, too. I, so. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, so, uh, I'm not just saying it's a me thing. No, I'm just saying like <laughs> you, you you might not have to worry about like that because the person you're with might be looking the other way, it's too. another reason we send Wemby home. Like There's no catch in San Antonio. I'm sure there's a, there's a catch-like place in San Antonio. Probably. What did Wendy say? He, he, likes he, 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 can get fish, he can get fish in San Antonio. Truffles. You know what I mean? Yeah, he likes truffles. He done. likes truffles. He's, He's done. The river. So he went from, um, I guess, draft sensation yep. to paparazzi superstar. Yeah. Right? Yep. To bust. Complete bust. Complete bust. To... Superstar. Number one Team's overall good. pick, superstar Hall sensation. Hall, Hall of Famer. Famer Defensive years. player of the year candidate, 2023 <laughs> at least. And um, and and a must-see NBA in-season tournament player. And <laughs> and that was, I mean, he, he ran the gamut in Vegas. Did we put him in the Hall of Fame yet? It's easy to make the basketball Hall I of mean, Fame. My gosh, they let like 15 that, people that in. It's pretty easy. Every yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. Everybody gets in that one. I know. And everybody who gets in, they're like, they haven't gotten in yet. That's the leader of, I can't believe that person's not in yet. And you can coach, be an active yeah. coach, and be they in the Hall care. of Fame. Like, Pop care. is in. What do they care? Still coaching. We don't care. Yeah. Put them all in. Victor Wembanyama. What a, what a, I mean, what a whirlwind. What happened in Vegas? And he can't legally gamble while in Vegas, so he wasn't playing the tables after. I, you know what? And that's one of those things you can't sneak in with a fake ID because hey, you're seven five. Yeah. They know who you are. Yeah. Even sneaking Britney in. Spears knows who you are. Like, huh? Do we know what her purpose was? She was a fan. She likes him, which I find oh, weird. Wait a minute. Britney Spears know who Crown Vic is. Wait, but what was her purpose? Is it like my kid loves you, or or I, I don't mean to denigrate. Like she could be Maybe. a diehard NBA. Maybe it was to warn him about the trappings of a young celebrity. I don't think you know it was I mean? a warning tap. Warning. Like, hey, this happened to me. No, I she went running. No, 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 no. Like she wasn't. Yeah. I don't think that was a rope showing okay. gambit. She apparently is a fan. Which who knew? That's awesome. I mean, she's got young boy. I mean, probably teenage go. boys. Why now, not? Right? Hey, I don't know. I, can't, I don't keep track. That's why I need a, I need a video. 
Jimmy in San Antonio. Jimmy, Jimmy how's this all landing there? Jimmy? <laughs> ¿Qué pasó, hermanos? Hey, What's going on? Hey. How's it all landing there? Y'all are the reason I drink in the afternoon, setting me up like that. I heard what you were doing. Picking on Wimby. I'm not Come picking. On. What? I'm not picking. Not we're picking. We're, fa- we're fans here. Old. I know. Okay. I'm not picking on him. So I wanted a piece right of fish. Now, we're big fans zero, of Vic. <laughs> no Spurs fans are upset that they pulled him and cut it. Of course. We saw, we saw enough. That's it. The NBA knows what's coming. Yeah, check now out French Yahoo. To to play. Check, check out he French said, YouTube if you're, if you're curious. <laughs> He's got to learn how to play NBA ball. That was the most obvious thing okay. that I saw. He can't dribble in the middle. They'll collapse and steal the ball. And But I'm also excited about tomorrow night, USA versus Panama for the big soccer World Cup. Hey, thing. now you know Del Tufo's not thing. paying attention that he doesn't say anything right now. What are you What are you texting? You're texting somebody right no, now? I was about... checking an email about okay. something. Of course. Uh-huh. <laughs> so a, a couple of my buddies flew out. They went to the uh, the second game, so they got to see him play well. And then they were going out to gamble, went downtown to Binion's. Ah. Oh, Binion's horseshoe. There we go. Yeah, a little Doyle then, Brunson. Why not? Diaz walks right, in, and out of nowhere, Selena Gomez kicked Bobo in the ding ding. There you go, hey, ladies hey, and gentlemen, hey, Jimmy. Hey, hey, hey. That's the end of the hour. What a great way to end hour two. You get the show. <laughs> Very good. You just cut him off. Yeah, he's, yeah, got, he's got, got ten seconds left in the hour. Pedro Martinez is coming up. I know. I mean, no, no offense. It's just what's called a hard out. And by the way, that's what Brittany ran into with security. Hard out. That was a hard out. Yeah. Get out. Get out of here. She hit herself. This is insane. You know, the crazy thing is, right, That's I didn't crazy. realize that until you guys told me yesterday. Yes. So yeah. then I really She was contacted. And, and her then hand her- was up. And the guy on YouTube was like, you guys are crazy saying she hit herself. I'm like, no, bro, look at the no, video. Actually, the Vegas police confirmed, department. Yeah, confirmed. By local authorities. Yeah. So, hey, YouTube by guy. By the way, what's worse than hitting yourself is having it confirmed by local authorities <laughs> that you did. Not much worse. Nothing worse. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes you do hit yourself. Could you imagine if you did that here and it's like El Segundo police confirms in a statement <laughs> that Mike Goldsmith hit himself, hit himself in the face? <laughs> while, it, while it catch. It's like, it's like that thing you but do. you've never you, been to. I'm never telling been to. you. It's like the thing you do with your siblings cow. when you're little. You take their hand yeah, and you, you whack them with it. Stop, stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. I know. Imagine the police confirms that. All right, so she did it again. Pedro in 99, his 18 starts before the break. He had a decision in everything. He was 15 and 3. Didn't throw fewer than six innings. All but two of the starts, yeah. he did seven innings. There was no, um, it was was no analytics. You know, his 99 season is just insane. Stupid. Did he win uh, Cy Young that year? Uh, he had to was win. he Cy Young of 99? Should have won MVP probably, too. We'll see. What we, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the Yankees won the World Series that year, I know, because they won, you know, several in a row. Cy Young in 99, he was second in MVP there you go. to Ivan, to Pudge. And he is joining us next, right here on the Rich Eisen hey, Show. Bro.